This is Debbie Wells with Special Family Connection, and today my story is called Boxing in the Talent of Our Outside-the-Box Kiddos. Do we educate the creativity out of our children or heal it out of them? This was a question I read in a blog written by Mark Demers, a man who wrote about the person that I will soon be telling you about. Believe it or not, (laughs) I was always daydreamer talking in class. My report card said, Debbie is a smart, happy girl, but she can't stop wiggling and talking. But then I grew up, and as I aged, all the comments on the report cards and all the times that I was sent to the principal's office for my inability to be quiet finally worked. I was turned into a silent and submissive minion I was afraid to talk and share my thoughts openly in class, and uh, critical thinking was taboo. I shrank into my desk, and I tried not to move, and boy, was that hard, but I did my work. Little did they know that I would be diagnosed with ADD in my adult years, and the motivation behind that would help me to do research, write, teach, and talk all the time for a living. When my daughter was diagnosed with Fragile X Syndrome and developmental disabilities, I had to fight for her. The desire to protect and provide for her woke the mama bear in me, and I found my voice again, and no one but no one was going to tell me to be quiet when it came to my little girl. Oh man, what kind of world would it be if teachers were trained and free to find the unique talents and potentials displayed within a child's behavior? What if schools could use their resources to set educational goals that would nurture gifts and then give students the environment to use them? Would regular kids and out-of-the-box kids be able to grow up and do more amazing things than ever? I believe the answer to this is almost always yes. Leonardo da Vinci. It looks as though Leonardo had learning disabilities and talents. He showed signs of dyslexia, ADHD, learning disorders, and attention deficit disorder. He wrote backwards. He had poor spelling. He didn't finish much of anything that he started, and many believed that others with similar attention and learning disabilities were Galileo Galilei and Sir Isaac Newton. Agatha Christie. Christie had dysgraphia, a learning disability that affects writing and spelling and math. She had excellent reading skills and the ability to solve complex problems and develop detailed plots. Still, she dictated her mysteries and romance novels due to her poor handwriting. Albert Einstein Leading autism expert Simon Baron Cohen believes that Einstein suffered from Asperger's syndrome. He was socially awkward and had difficulty communicating clearly and delivered confusing lectures. He also had obsessive, single-minded interests. George Washington, general and father of the United States, is known for his pronounced learning disabilities. Historians say he had difficulty expressing himself and poor skills in reading and writing. Although some believe his writings show signs of dyslexia, it certainly did not affect his popularity or his abilities as a leader. Learning disabilities may appear as vulnerabilities, but can actually become signs of strength for many. People tend to work harder in the areas that are most difficult for them. 
Sometimes differences in neurological processing give individuals extraordinary focus, creativity, and unique perspectives. In the normie world, that's what I call those that are supposed to be normal, we send the tallest to basketball, the swiftest to track. The mechanically-minded kids shuffle off to shop class and the strategical thinkers go to chess club. The world is changing and making more available to special needs kids all the time. Our unique and differently abled kiddos need the same access to classes or courses that would focus on and draw out their natural abilities and gifts for all the world to see. A child's preoccupations and play reveal the gifts and talents that God gifted them with. The things that distract our out-of-the-box kids can tell us what they are interested in, what makes them tick, what makes them unique. But are we paying attention or just trying to get them into the box? On the website Homeschooling with Dyslexia, Marianne writes what kids can learn from the story of Jillian. Growing up in England in 1930s, Jillian was seven years old when her mother took her to the doctor because her school was concerned that she had learning disabilities. Unable to sit still, Jillian had earned the nickname Wigglebottom. Jillian felt hopeless. Her teachers were exasperated, and her mother was at the end of her tether. The idea of ADHD had not even been born yet. What happened at the doctor's office radically changed Jillian's life and provides a lesson for all parents who are seeking answers to how to raise their outside-of-the-box kids. After listening to Jillian's mother explain the teacher's concerns about Jillian's disruptive behavior, the doctor and Jillian's mother stepped outside the office to speak privately. Before leaving the office, the doctor put some music on his tiny office radio. From the hallway outside that office, Miss Lynn and the doctor peered in. They observed Jillian jumping and twirling around the room, enraptured by the music. The doctor turned to Miss Lynn and famously said, There is nothing wrong with your child. She is simply a dancer. After which he recommended Jillian be enrolled in dance school. Can I just stop here for a moment and say, hallelujah, I mean seriously, who was this doctor and where can I find more like him? Jillian's mom did enroll her in dance school, about which Jillian remarked later, Mom, everyone was like me. They needed to move in order to be able to think. It was wonderful. And of course, some of you already know that this story is about the remarkable life of Jillian Lynn. Jillian went on to have a remarkable career at the Royal Ballet. She eventually graduated from ballet school and met Andrew Lloyd Webber. She's been responsible for some of the most successful theater productions in history, such as Cats and Phantom of the Opera. Not only has she given pleasure to millions, but she also became a multi-millionaire. Just think how different the world would be if Jillian's passionate desire to dance had gone unnoticed, while her inability to be in the box was all that defined her. Most children born outside the box with skill sets are treated as vulnerable their entire life instead of being made to feel empowered due to their different abilities and view of the world. 
Due to our expectations and preconceived wish lists for our kids in general, we keep them from becoming the person that they were meant to be. We parents have to intervene and do whatever it takes to keep our kiddos learning and thriving. But we need to take just as much time to be observant of what they may be trying to show us when they're just being themselves. In an article written on angelsense.com titled, These Five Facts Will Change the Way You Think About Special Needs Kids, they write, Instead of focusing on how special needs kids are different, it's time to highlight their gifts and strengths. Many of these kids are gifted, and yet so many of their talents go unnoticed. Perhaps it's our perceptions that need to change. The many misconceptions about special needs kids do more harm than good and only serve to isolate these innocent children. By confronting these false truths, people will see that in many ways, special needs kids are no different to other kids. In a blog called The Dancer, the author writes, Hopefully, all different children will find adults capable of welcoming them for who they are and not for what they lack. He continues on, Long live the differences, the little black sheep and the misunderstood. They are the ones who create the beauty in this world. This is Debbie Wells with Special Family Connection. Thanks for listening and hug your outside-of-the-box kids. This is Debbie Wells with Special Family Connection, and I am so glad you made my podcast part of your day. Please feel free to visit us at specialfamilyconnection.com, where you will find more news, information, and past episodes of my podcast. Special Family Connection podcast episodes are available on all major distribution labels. If you would like to help us out with a financial contribution, please look for the link on my homepage at specialfamilyconnection.com 